Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Hi everyone, I'm Steve Smith with Automotive News. Welcome to Daily Drive for Wednesday, October 27th. Sue Ozdemir has spent nearly her entire life working with electric motors. The Canadian executive grew up working in the family's industrial electric motor shop. She spent nearly a decade at GE, where she ultimately became the chief commercial officer and then CEO of the company's small industrial motors division. She says her life's dedication to working with electric motors was influenced by her father, who taught Ozdemir at a young age that no matter what the world did, electric motors would always be at the base of that. Today, Ozdemir is the CEO of Exro, a public company headquartered in Calgary that manufactures coil drivers that help power electric vehicles. The technology replaces the standard controller of an electric motor, essentially creating an intelligent electronic gearbox inside the motor that automatically adjusts speed and torque on demand. The result? Increased range and performance of electric vehicles equipped with Exro's technology. The company works across a wide range of industries and currently has partnerships with companies building two- and three-wheeled vehicles as well as commercial vehicle manufacturers. Exro is also deploying its technology on the manufacturing plant floor and recently announced a partnership with Tier 1 supplier Linamar, ranked number 60 on Automotive News' 2021 list of top suppliers, to develop an advanced e-axle leveraging Exro's coil technology to improve cost and performance of Linamar's e-axle product line. What other benefits does Exro's technology deliver compared with other technologies found today in electric vehicles? How is the company preparing operations designed to meet forecasted demand for electrified light passenger vehicles? And how is Exro navigating the global shortage of semiconductors? We've caught up with Exro CEO Sue Ozdemir in Phoenix, Arizona. Sue, thanks so much for joining me today on Daily Drive. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Steve? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for spending a few minutes out of your schedule and joining me today on the show. Let's start with telling our audience a little bit about XRO. What's the inspiration behind the company? What's the mission you all are trying to solve? We're trying to optimize power and power for an electrified world. So really trying to think about different solutions that use minimum energy and provide maximum results for our future. This seems to be part of your life's work. Uh, based on what I've read in your background, this ties back to your family business and, and maybe when you were younger. Can you talk about why this mission is so important to you? Absolutely. So, yeah, I grew up in a family that had a motor repair shop, an industrial motor repair shop. And my, my dad taught me when I was very young that no matter what the world did, no matter what shifts we saw in technology, motors would always be at the base of that. And so as we look to our world around us, we have over 45% of the world that's powered by motors. And, um, you know, we see an electric revolution happening, but electric cars were around in the 1900s. We just didn't know how to bring them to mass market. So it's, it's, it's just really important to me because I see, especially what we do here at Exro, I see the power electronics as kind of the helping hand to motors and other components. So it really has been something that I've been doing since I was really young. 
So talk a little bit more about what you are developing at XRO, some of your innovations, and perhaps how that's different than other applications that are currently available. Okay, so I, as I'm sure you know, Steve, in a powertrain of an electric vehicle, for example, we have either the need for torque or the need for speed. And in order to achieve those two things, what happens is most manufacturers do one of three things. They put in a lot more motors. So we th see things like the GM Hummer or uh, even Tesla, where we have a motor in the back and a motor in the front. And what's happening is a controller is actually sending a command to say, hey, I want some torque, I'm climbing a hill, I got a trunk full of things, or hey, I want some speed, I'm cruising down the highway. And it switches between these two motors. Another way to overcome that is to put in a heavy gearbox. And then a third way is to put in expensive and heavy batteries. What we really do is kind of overcome all of that by utilizing the power electronics. So we use the controls to complete that need for speed and torque. And we are the only product on the market today that's able to achieve that 100% utilization of that power that comes out of the battery and feed it to the motor. And we actually switch seamlessly, dynamically, and on the fly. So we can use one motor to essentially get the results of multiple motors because we're gearing through that motor. So what kind of weight benefits and maybe even range and performance benefits does this approach, does your technology create for vehicles that use your, your components? Right. So all of our patented tech has been verified by AVL, which is a third-party independent lab to verify kind of these benefits that we see, especially in the automotive market. The key ones are you can usually see about a 40% reduction when you fully optimize in the motor size. So by that, I mean that because we gear it through the electronics, you can utilize a smaller motor or multiple smaller motors. You can eliminate the dependence on a second on a two-speed gearbox, meaning that now you can you know, free up space for other things. And you can usually use um, some optimization on your battery. Exactly what that looks like is, of course, independent to the powertrain and the OEM or tier one that we're working with. But in every case, we see an increase in speed and an increase in torque of over 25%. I understand that even your technology is already deployed in some mobility systems, bikes, maybe some other areas of mobility. Can you talk about where your technology is already in use on the road, if you will, today? Yeah, sure. So I joined Extra about two years ago. When I first joined, my goal was really to show that unlike with a motor, we can easily, I use that term very loosely, but we could easily scale. And so where we're deployed right now is mainly in two-wheel applications with electric bikes with our partner Land Motorcycle. And then we also have just about two and a half weeks ago got our first application into Potencia, which is an electric passenger car in Mexico City. So what are you learning from those technologies? What are you learning from those deployments that might be applicable, maybe even helping guide the future deployment where it sounds, the, where it sounds like you're going, particularly with AVL, is you, this technology being available in electric vehicles that will either start coming off the line shortly or, or plan for production in the near future? Yeah, absolutely. We What we're doing really is building our stepping stones, our foundational blocks that allow us to penetrate the larger markets of whether that's passenger or commercial vehicles where you get the larger volume and we have a real strong value proposition. 
And by that, I mean, we're, we're making that necessary connection for electrification of cost and performance. We'll be right back with more. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Can you talk about maybe some partnerships that are in development within the automotive space? You mentioned again, AVL. Can you share a little bit about what's going on with perhaps them or, or other folks in this industry you're speaking with? For sure. So I'll talk a little bit about AVL and then maybe I'll flip to Linamar, which is our tier one partnership. Um, with AVL, it's not a partnership in that it's not a commercial partnership for us. They are an independent test laboratory that's recognized in the automotive industry as one of the best globally. And we enlisted AVL to really substantiate what we already knew from our test bench data that we could seamlessly switch so that we could essentially utilize a motor to full optimization for speed and torque and do it as many times as needed on the fly seamlessly. And in their report, which you can find on our website, they substantiated that ability to seamlessly switch and also that we're doing it in a manner that's cost effective that would be extremely attractive for the automotive industry, which kind of ties into the partnership with Linamar. Linamar is what's called a tier one, which I, I think you and most of your listeners would know, but just in case, that's really somebody that supplies into the large automotives, whether that's you know a GM or a Ford or a Volkswagen, a tier one is somebody supplying the component that makes up the vehicle. And so for us, our partnership with Linamar was really, really important because it took our tech not just as a tech standalone where we're a drive or a tech system where we're a drive and a motor, but it builds it into that three-in-one e-axle. So we do all the power electronics and Linamar uses their expertise in the automotive industry for manufacturing and puts it into an e-axle that now can go into an automotive supplier. And the reason they're working with us and the reason they're excited about our development and seeing what we come up with in the new year is because through our simulations, we were able to demonstrate that we could offer them cost reduction of upwards of 20%. That's mainly driven through the fact that we can reduce out those heavy components. The motor size will be about 40% smaller than what they've used with other suppliers. This is well maintaining the performance requirements. We've also got 
a smaller overall axle ability because we are allowing room for other components to come in. We get some range improvement. It's about 2% of real range improvement. And by that, I mean, when you're improving range, what you're essentially doing is reducing loss or reducing the heat transfer. So this means that there can be other auxiliary components like cooling pumps and other parts that can be smaller, lighter weight. So there's like a roll down effect when you use our drive. And so those kind of three components are really what's driving the development. We're about five and a half months in right now. So far, first gates have been great. We've had great uh, you know, great results off our first test bench. And we continue to work really closely with Linamar and we'll release it to them in April of next year. And we're super excited about what that means for both us and Linamar's future in the electrification for automotive. So as a tier two to Linamar and, and obviously understanding the very rich portfolio of companies that they supply as their tier one, how are you preparing your organization to scale, to operate, to meet demand of what folks are forecasting will be around electric vehicles, that scale of manufacturing and volume, et cetera? Absolutely. It's, it's definitely a strategy that we're working in parallel. We're really confident in our ability to deliver that since we've, you know, since we started talking with them as a tier one, we have been developing our facilities in behind the scenes. So we have a brand new facility under construction um, close to our Canadian headquarters right now, which is about 37,000 square feet. We've recruited some of the best production leaders in the industry from the UK and what we're really building there is the ability to build our boards, you know, kind of the inside, the guts of our power electronics. And we are going through all of our quality certification at the same time. So the likes of A-Spice and ISO that are recognized by the automotive industry. So, but by the end of next year, we'll be automotive certified with a facility that can produce the type of volumes that we'd see into the tier ones or automotive customers that we're currently targeting. I'm curious, are you concerned? Are you tracking? Are you mitigating perhaps any risk that might be uh, coming to fruition because of the chip shortage? Absolutely. I, I think that any company that doesn't think they're going to fall victim to the chip shortage probably isn't thinking about it. But I like to think about it like it's just our deck of cards. So we have consistently been looking at the potential impact to our business with the chip shortage. It's interesting from our perspective versus from a large auto automotive because we buy through a distribution base. You know, we're not a big player yet, but we've got big forecasts for 2022, 2023, and 2024. And we need to think about that and we need to be placing our bets. For XRO, that means that we're making some bold moves. We're placing POs. We're also working very closely within the supply chain to make sure that we have that secured. So for the most part, we feel like we've mitigated that impact will have an impact just like everybody, but I don't think that, you know, it's going to close us down or it's going to stop anything for production. It, you know, it might delay things a month or two here or there. Uh, but again, for the most part, I think we've done a great job of securing the parts we need to make sure we stay on track. So what's next? You mentioned already a couple of big milestones. April, maybe next year might be a big milestone, but when you look at the next six months to a year, what are the next big milestones that we should be watching for? Yeah, I think I think for me, the, the kind of big what next would be really just expansion, not just in 
you know, where I'm sitting, like today I'm here in Phoenix, Arizona. This is our new U.S. headquarter. We'll open the doors to our employees in, in about a month and a half's time. Um, but just that ability to serve our customers right from that initial design stage through to the repurposing and reuse of their batteries. So just bringing on more scope of supply as we get more intimate with our customers and learn what we need to do to be able to take the market share in the future. Sue, thanks so much for joining me today on Daily Drive. Certainly, this entire move to electrified transportation is an exciting time for this industry. Thank you for sharing an update of what's going on at XRO and your technology. We look forward to seeing what's next for you and the company. Thank you so much, Steve. It's been a pleasure to be here. That's Daily Drive for Wednesday, October 27th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And to catch up on all of our episodes of Daily Drive, go to autonews.com forward slash daily drive. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.